Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Steppen Community Podcast. This is the podcast of the community members of Steppen, and this is a big week. We've got a big guest, and there's a lot of really cool things happening in the world of Steppen. So uh, I'm just going to get right to it. We're going to introduce our co-host. You'll see a new face up there as one of our co-hosts. And, uh, and we've got a very special guest, our Chief Marketing Officer, Shitty. So this should be awesome. Up in the top left corner, I see Jay. How's it going, brother? What is going on? Just another beautiful day. Uh, can't wait to get out there later on and do some stepping. Very cool. Beth is uh, a normal, regular co-host here, and she is on a family vacation deep in the middle of nowhere with no internet access. So in the top middle, we have another one of our U.S. ambassadors. Kevin, how's it going, Kevin? Hey, James. Uh, doing well. Uh, yeah, really excited for the show. Uh, very happy to be here. So, yeah. Very nice. Doing good. In the top right, the man in the suit and tie, looking all dapper from Portland, Oregon. I see K-Train. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Thanks for having me on, James. Excited for this episode. Uh, exciting week, exciting weekend, day. Man, good times right now. Absolutely. We had uh, the tweet that came out from Steppen that the, uh, the board ape yacht club holders are going to start getting their apes, and we can now have kind of a timeline on when this is going to launch off, and what a perfect time to have our special guest, again, the chief marketing officer of Steppen, down in the bottom left-hand corner. Shitty, how are you? So excited to be here. Um, I'm just not excited to be sharing what we think, but also learning on what community thinks. You guys are the champions of their voice. So I'm as excited to listen um, to you guys. That's awesome. That's so good to hear. I, I try to tell everybody that, you know, the job of the ambassador is a tough one and that we're trying to, at the same time, hear everything that the community is saying and feeling right and make the community feel here and, and and somehow try to take that information and and narrow it down and pass it up to the team the best that we can so the team can receive as much feedback as possible while at the same time taking everything that's coming from the team and bring it back to the community and that can be tough at times but you know getting an opportunity to talk to you on a podcast like this is is a great opportunity to kind of filter that both directions and and help you get some stuff from the community and and help get some some clarification from the team as well, which I think is really cool. Before we dig into the hot topics of the week, of which we have many, um, I, I want to I dig into the background of, of you. I've, I've seen you at, at Crypto Bahamas and at GeckoCon. I saw your individual presentation and, and the panel discussion. Um, we, we started to see you on the monthly town halls and everywhere else. Can you give us a little background of like where you were born, where, you, where you've lived, where, where you hope to live in the future? Where, where, where do you come from? Sure. Um... So by background, I am an electronics engineer and MBA. I started my journey in India, where I launched uh, Wall Street Journal's digital presence called Live Mint. That was sort of my foray into um, what was cutting edge at that point in time. And then I moved to the US for a bit to work on their power brands with PepsiCo in Chicago, uh, and then came to Europe, worked across Italy, France, Germany, Portugal, Spain, and then came to UK about seven years ago. Um, where do I, so that's where I've been living. Where do I intend to live in future is in Web3, as cliche as it may sound. Um, yeah, and um, like I said, I'm excited. This is one of the differentiators of Web3. 
like at PepsiCo, you had millions of users as well, but there was no way to interface directly with them. Whereas here, we literally are going to be talking to community via you guys, and you will act as such a nice conduit between, like the way you describe, between what we want to do, between what our goals are, and what should be done, and what community's concerns are. Very cool. With your with your position at Stepin as chief marketing officer, you clearly get to travel to some really cool conventions that I think all of us as ambassadors would love to travel there with you. Maybe at some point we'll we'll be able to be at some conventions that you're also at. Um, how does your position at Stepin compare to those previous things that you just were describing? To the being the CEO at Breathe Easy and some of the other stuff you've done, is it is it mainly going out to places and and, and outreach to? Um, the, the big crypto programs and the big crypto conferences, or is it more kind of the the day to day marketing of all the medium posts that come out that are so fantastic and the tweets and everything else as well? Um, Confucius, I think, had a great saying that uh, every man has two lives, and the second one starts when he realizes that he just has one. And for me, that sort of happened. Um, and somewhere when I was sort of peaking my corporate career, I was one of the youngest category leaders in my firm. I'd worked across all my dream companies, um, across over 14 countries. And the feeling was not lack of satisfaction, but more like, what's next? So um, Nassim Taleb says that there are three most addictive things in life. You know, cocaine, carbohydrates, and a fixed salary. And I'm... I realized that it was time to step out of my comfort zone. And that's when I found uh, Breathe Happy. That's when the engineer in me um, wanted to stay close to the technology. So even when I was in marketing, I was working on some of the cutting-edge technologies to research consumer behaviors. Uh, when I did my own startup, we used AI for posture correction models. Uh, when I was in food business, we did 3D printing of cakes. With Step In, my work involves a lot around day-to-day -day marketing, as well as making sure that Step In's message, Step In's goals, vision, mission, the overarching ambition that we have is communicated to community in a fair square manner. So it's a mix of a lot of things. Um, I really, really enjoy my work here. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a funny story how I discovered Step In um, I was uh, wanting to stay close to the technology space. Uh, what is the cutting edge of technology? And that's how I discovered crypto through effective altruism. And that's how I discovered the use of blockchain for fitness purposes. Very, very cool. Who wants to go next? Jay, what do you got? Um, so, I, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll do, you know, how, so you described a little bit of, of how you got into, you know, how you found Stepin, but um, when when you first found Stepin, was it um, for, you know, the work aspect of it, or did you find it, um, you know, through when you were searching for Web3, like how, how exactly was it that you came across uh, Stepin, and when was it, and um, and I guess like, once when you really like heard about like how what it was doing in web3 and how they were incentivizing fitness and and good habits like how was that moment because i know i had like a, a specific moment when i when it all just kind of clicked for me and i was like it makes sense did you have that type of moment as well yeah absolutely so um what happened with my own startup breathe happy was that i discovered the power of democratizing fitness at an individual level. Uh, when I started receiving the consumer testimonials, that was that was 
uniquely empowering, satisfying, fulfilling in a way that I had not experienced before. Again, as cliched as it may sound, it gives you a sense of purpose, a sense of mission that uh, money, success in a conventional way in my corporate career hadn't given me. And I just wanted to cling on to that. Um, so that clubbed with my desire to be close to engineering led me to blockchain. And that's when I was discovering what is the next frontier for fitness in blockchain. And through that, I was actually doing with uh, move and earn models, um, such as Sweatcoin. But there is a fallacy there. There is no business model, right, um, till date. And, and to build a viable business, you need a business model. Um, that's like the, the answer is in the word. So when I discovered Step In, uh, we were still not an app. We were like about 10,000 daily active users. Uh, we were in test flight. But there was some striking qualities about it that stood out for me from a product point of view and from a community point of view. Let me give you an example mm -hmm. that I still remember to the date. Um, so Step In at that moment didn't have any notification system which was astounding to me as, as from product clarity perspective. If you look at any other app today, all they seem to be wanting to do is send you notifications. And as an app user, you and I would know that one thing that you don't want apps to do is send notifications. Like there's this huge dichotomy and it's so obvious, right? In hindsight, but very few product managers and product creators get it. And there were such nuances that existed in Step In product from day one, which which was like, you know, as, as, as a product and an engineering person, it just delights you. Like, wow, somebody gets it. And then when I discovered Discord and some of the things the community was saying, uh, from my experience, I, I, I understood, like community connected, like community fell for this product. Uh, the best way to create B2C businesses is to have a small, tight, niche community and then go broad-based. And that was the strategy that Stepin was clearly taking on at that moment. So, yeah, that was my moment of falling in love. Very cool. Kevin? Uh, so I, I had two little questions. One of them was just a general personal question, uh, just wondering what kinds of things you like to do for fun or in your spare time. Stepping is a fun thing to do in my spare time. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't have spare time and I don't miss it one bit. Um, I do like to read a lot. So in, in, in this journey of discovering blockchain, I must have read, you know, you know, 100 to 150 white papers. Some were rubbish, some were excellent, like Stepin's. Um, yeah, that's probably one thing. Some are clones, some just copy. <laughs> Cut, paste. <laughs> Absolutely, damn right. And then the other was, um, we've heard of a few sponsorships from uh, like the Lindsay Brothers and uh, Bruno competing for Step In. Um, and I was wondering uh, if what your thoughts were on additional opportunities for sponsorship um, for marathons or sporting events or things of that nature. Oh, yeah. Stefan is in that phase of establishing itself as a brand, um, both in Web3 and definitely outside of Web3 for Web2 adoption. The sponsorship, I think collaborations um, are one of the best ways to go about it. Um, there are lots of them in store. I wish, I just wish I could tell you a little bit more about them. But of course, NDAs keep me tight. There is one that I can tell you about. I'm delightful because we were able to tweet it out yesterday, and that is um, Solana Spaces. So you may have heard of our ambitions 
with regards to retail, with regards to going offline, with regards to getting web two people in and being this bridge between web two and web three, which goes both ways, not just getting web three players in, but the other way as well. And Solana Space is another huge effort from Solana, along with Solana Pay, to get offline audiences onto web three rails. And we're partnering with them on their launch of NYC store, uh, which is going to happen end of this month. Um, and we're quite excited about it. That tweet looked awesome. And from what I've researched, it seems like they're going to have a, a store with merch. So maybe there'll be uh, Steppen yes. clothing that we can get there. Maybe some other Steppen things that maybe they'll even help onboard brand new Web2 users to download the app for the first time and get an activation code and be able to go in and see what it's like to start with Steppen. That that seems like a phenomenal opportunity. Is that is that Solana Spaces something that, that they're piloting in New York and then they hope to, to take that worldwide, um, just depending on how it goes? Yeah. Funny that we're all U.S. ambassadors here, so good news for everyone's ears because they are starting with uh, New York and then they will go to uh, Los Angeles, Miami. Um, lots of them are planned, and and the team behind this, and I've met the founder, uh, is is the team that actually bought Toys R Us, if I'm not wrong. So they are actually quite um, a powerful team from retail and web two space, so which is what we need. You know, sometimes um, people get into these conferences and ask like, we don't know uh, web three, are we going to be a fit? The thing is that we need niche expertise, whether web two, web three, web one, web zero, doesn't matter. We need people who understand business, we need people who understand technology, we need people who understand product, we need people who understand every aspect of the value chain. And when we are talking about retail and collaboration in offline spaces, we need people who understand that. And I thought that the team was spectacular. Very cool. Much better that the ones that bought Toys R Us than the ones that had been running it. <laughs> K-Train, you're up. <laughs> so as as James was uh, kind of saying that you've, you've been... Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm clear. Yes. That you've been around to a lot of these uh, crypto conferences, uh, crypto bahamas i saw a picture of you in cz it seems like you're doing a lot of networking uh one of uh, my favorite confucius quotes is if you're the smartest person in the room then you're in the wrong room when you're out there networking i so when i would travel for step into miami or to new york or to to austin and i had a step and shirt on people would come up to me is it like that when when you're at these conferences with these really big names are people excited to come up and, and talk to a, a step in team member and are you are you absorbing a bunch of information from all of these big names out there absolutely i mean step in t is like literally a badge of honor to wear it's a privilege and honor it's like a magnet it draws in people of all kinds of course um and interest and excitement and um you know, some people have to have like elaborate booths and displays and this and that. And our team is like really small and we're not able to like dedicate that much energy to exhibition. And, and it's only now like we're even starting to get out there. We just have to wear step in t-shirt and that's like so lovely. And then people just come. So we're lucky that way. We're blessed. Um, one of my favorite conversations, like you said, if you're the smartest, you're in the wrong room. I, I don't feel like that ever in any room. Maybe I'm just so dumb, but I know don't. But um, my, one of my favorite conversations was with Sam SBF, who is actually a personal hero of mine. And um, 
it was it started off with effective altruism, which sort of I shared the common interest, but then went on and talked about like crypto space, blockchain, and and wh- why and how this makes sense. Um, day-to-day activities with the overall big ambition of doing good in the world and leaving impact and legacy and that was that was really fascinating very cool you guys ready to dig into big topics let's do it yes Uh, yep there's so much this week with the uh the monthly town hall that we just had we learned a lot um there's been multiple tweets and medium posts that have gone out uh we've just gotten the recent tweet that the uh board ape yacht club holders are going to start getting their airdrops. And so now we're within that 48 hour window. Um, we know when our snapshot is going to be for those that did their enhancements and the raffle tickets. And uh, and we can almost put an exact time on when we think Realm 3, the Ape Realm is going to launch. So uh, so let's dig right in. Where I want to start is, is with Board 8. We saw within the first eight hours, over a million Twitter impressions came from the Board 8 Yacht Club holders that were retweeting out that they claimed their OG Ape uh, shoebox, which I thought was amazing. Um, we knew within the first 24 hours that over a thousand of them had already claimed it, and there's only 6,000 wallets that even have uh, board apes. Um, my question for you, Shitty, is um, where does this sit with your expectations? I mean, was this was this a, a great success? Is is kind of what we're seeing in the community that that this is this is everything you guys thought it would be, and 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 that was just the first 24 hours. So I'm sure a whole lot more have done. Since then, can can you give us any any update on kind of kind of where we're at now? Is that is that spigot's now been turned on and they're starting to get their snake? Yeah, I mean, funny. Uh, life comes a full circle, isn't it? Because when we were young in our stepping journey, um, younger, like we're only anyway, six to eight months old. But I, I still remember when I was tracking like five thousand daily active users, ten thousand daily active users, twenty thousand daily active users, and everything was exceeding our expectations even back then. Right. So expectations is like a funny word when it comes to stepping. Uh what we've learned is like our 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 ambitions um overpower and tower over our achievements. And uh that's that's a good way. That's a good way to go. I think here is where both Jerry and Yon's efforts, thinking, vision uh, come to play, really. They are such phenomenally smart executioners in business. Very few uh, like them I've come across. Like, they have this unique ability to think at 30,000 feet from a business vision, ambition point of view, but then really come down and execute 24-7. And when I say 24-7, I mean 24-7, whether it's talking to people in Discord, whether it's fixing things, whether it's fixing bugs, whether it's communicating, whether it's taking consumer complaints. Like, I've seen Jerry personally taking complaints from Twitter and thinking in our consumer channel. Like, unbelievable. Which Web3 company has, um, like, the kind of customer support team that we do right it's it's phenomenal like we've taken the best learnings from web3 businesses and web2 businesses and created something that is entirely our own there is uh, it's very difficult to put a label to it like are we a startup are we a company are we web3 are we web2 i think we're in a unique place with our own ambitions and achievements and we're on to bigger better things coming back to bavic which which you asked how it ties in is again, uh, like we've already doubled up our claims since we started. Uh, we're about 24 hours away from snapshot. Uh, we're about 40 hours, 48 hours away from launch. 
And I personally am quite excited. I'm literally twiddling my thumbs and I hope you guys are as excited as I am. Absolutely. Who wants to go next? I'll jump in. Um, so to stay on the subject, um, I know that we got from uh, Jerry, some of the numbers that we got was that uh, over a thousand Board Ape Yacht Club holders um, claimed their ape sneakers within the first 24 hours. Um, and I, I think now um, it's ended the claim period. Um, so uh, did these results exceed your expectations? And we haven't really heard any more numbers uh, come out from that. So do you have any possible alpha on that uh, as far mm -hmm. as how many, how many people, um, you know, how many of these sneakers were claimed? Yeah, we've easily doubled the claim numbers um, from the one that you're suggesting. Uh, like I said, in terms of expectations, everything, uh, we, we've learned not to have expectations. We just focus on work, 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 work. We already have our chart and roadmap sorted out for us, what we're going to do. And uh, we're, we're excited about the things coming with a launch. Very cool. Kevin, you want to go next? Uh, sure. Yeah, I guess um, I was wondering, as a, a user of the app, um, with all the new mechanics and everything put in place, uh, what are your general thoughts about how those new mechanics will affect uh, the, the new realm? You mean in terms of user numbers, growth, et cetera? Uh, yeah. Sure. So I think this sort of ties into the question that Jay and, and James both have been asking in terms of where do we expect the growth to be? What are the numbers? that um, I, I really want to just take one step back and say that growth in terms of pure user numbers is not the only aim. And a proof lies in the pudding. Uh, if that was the only aim, we could have just taken out the activation code system and unlocked the growth, right? We are essentially trying to throttle and stabilize the system with the activation code system. We are trying to keep the ecosystem balanced and stable. The goal is also uh, retention. The goal is also the kind of business we are building. It's not simply uh, a game. We view it as a fitness app, a lifestyle app, and then social app, much like how we've put it on our roadmap. Starting with the fitness app and having worked with that in that industry, one of the biggest challenges is not growth. It is retention. And why does retention happen? People come back only when they're accountable. And why does accountability happen when you have results? So it's very important to drive results. And that is the problem that Stepin seemed to have solved for people. Um, we have people coming back to the app again and again, perhaps because of social incentives, perhaps because of the events that are happening in, on stepinworld.com by the lovely people such as yourself, um, perhaps because it provides a common infrastructure for people to come and partake in. And therefore, by solving the resource problem, we solve the accountability problem, we solve the retention problem, and we make this as a sustainable business. And going forward, that is going to be one of the key elements that we keep in mind as we go through our establish, grow, unlock, and capitalize phase. Very cool. Okay, train you're up. Yeah, I like how you mentioned kind of like expectations, like they're hard, they're hard to have, right? Um, when me and Kevin were chatting it up in the Discord back in November and December, I remember Jan talking about a million daily active users. 
within one year. And I was thinking, no way. We hit that in like six months. Okay, so that blew me away. Then there was the quarter one results, $26 million profit. That blew me away. Now there's $122 million on quarter two. That blew a lot of big names, big names of crypto away. I mean, there were people tweeting like, wow, this, this move to earn, is, this, this stepping app is still making a lot of money. What, what are you most excited to see done with some of that money? I know some of it's going to be used to uh, burn GMT, maybe do some buybacks, merch, expanding the team, things like that. Uh, what, what are you looking forward to? Yes, um, something that I really look forward to are collaborations that we're going to be doing in the categories of lifestyle and sports. Once again, I'm just holding myself back from revealing any more than I should be. Uh, we are in conversations with some big names, uh, and once again, can't reveal too much, but these are the categories that are adjacent to us. And like I say, it's completely on point, on brand for us to be establishing step in as a brand in these spheres of lifestyle, social, entertainment, gaming, sports, anything that keeps those users coming into our ecosystem, people who are going to be using the app, who are going to be sticking to it, who are going to be making the ecosystem sustainable. Like, you know, I, I, I always um, I always feel that Stefan has such a such an overarching bigger job than just providing um, just monetary rewards. And why I say this is uh, allow me to go a little bit meta on this. But human beings, us, we're just wired to be lazy, right? At, at, at its core, we are we are um, monkeys. And we would much rather <laughs> we would much rather lay back on a couch and watch TV than read a book. We would much rather be on the beach than um, listen uh, listen to something heavy. We would much rather eat carbohydrates than go for a run. And to do all these things that would give us results long term in the future and not immediate satisfaction, we need to incentivize us. And those incentives can come from philosophy, from the stories that we tell, from willpower that we induced by those methods, from motivation, from all of these things put together. And Stepin's playing that role. Anything that helps us amplify that role with these partnerships, with these collaborations, with these IP um, sponsorship deals is is doing the job for us. So uh, we will try and stay true to that mission and hopefully amplify our mission and goals with these partnerships. I'm excited. Uh, I've been <laughs> I've been just waiting for partnerships to happen. So I, I'm I'm super pumped about that. Absolutely. Um, some of our recent live events, in particular, the one that we had in Tbilisi, Georgia, that was run by Fire Launcher, we had hundreds, over 200 participants that showed up. And one of the cool things that they did at this live event was give everybody an opportunity to donate the GST that they had earned that day towards a charity. In this case, it was towards a children's cancer charity. And they raised a lot of money and they put that message out through this podcast and lots of other places that anybody else in the world that wanted to donate what they'd made that day towards this charity, the addresses were out there and available. I know that Stepan has um, Nori built in and that there's this charity component and what you're doing good for the world and carbon emissions and all that um, built into it. Can you talk a little bit about um, what you see going forward? Is there a chance that at future live events, all of them have this charity component? And, and where do you see Stepan fitting in with, with that part of it over time? 
Great question. Um, we definitely want to collaborate, support, and help with anything that is mission aligned, which is on the theme of better planet or better you. Right. So think of our Nori partnership. It is Better Planet, where we donate about 100,000 US dollar every month towards carbon credit removal on blockchain in a transparent way. In terms of thanks, Catherine, in terms of Better You, um, this is the kind of event that uh, Fire Launcher brought to us. I, I personally actually touched base with them. I was really moved by the impact that they are creating. I re even really loved the, the moniker that they had, which is Move to Help. Uh, and um, it's it's a it's a nice story, and we would be looking out for such collaborations, such sponsorships. Uh, we would be pleased and glad to help get these stories out there, it, big and small, big and small. And if I may allow to share one thing, um, both a personal story and then leading on to some relevance for step in is um, life has come a full circle for me. So about ten years ago, I used to be an avid runner, like beastly like i would run two hours a day 10 km kmbh kilometers per hour and uh, it used to give me like a lot of meditative so i'm a restless person so it would give me peace and sort things out in my head and so on and so forth and then a combination of like bad shoes and bad uh, stretching regimen led to problems in my right knee after that, I discovered yoga. I could not run. I could not even squat and, and stuff. Like there were things about knee surgery and blah, blah, blah. And then I discovered yoga. It sort of healed my knee. Um, and then I discovered Step In about... Uh, so, so, so yoga happened four years ago. And then Step In happened uh, about eight months ago. And first I did like walking. Then I did jogging. And, and I'm running now. I'm running now. And I love it. And... My story is like not even 0.01% of the transformational stories that actually live on my feed. Maybe I just like those stories in my Twitter, but I see more and more such transformational, lovely story about Stepin and Stepiners. For one, we would like to see this more. So we are soon going to launch a contest with for Stepiners where people can share their transformational journeys, share their unique runs, share any insight that they've had, make a 30, 20 second quirky live funny video about my step and run, share it with the community. We will launch it in a proper way and team will announce it in the coming week. Um, but I just wanted to share that heads up. Very, very cool. I got another quick one. Maybe this isn't a quick one, but it's one that's near and dear to my heart. With the, uh, the addition of the Ape Realm, we've seen a lot of these Medium posts come out that you write and they're phenomenal. And I've loved the cadence of the tweets and the Medium posts and everything that's kind of filled in from this gap we feel where we used to get the AMA every single week and now we only get the monthly town hall once a month. A lot of us have tried to pull phrases out of these medium posts and try to like seek meaning of, of are they hinting at something? Because a lot of times the images we see will hint at the Ethereum realm or will hint at an ape or will, will, will give us tips of what's to come. And you go back and look and go, oh, it was obvious. It was there all along. How did we not know? Um, some, of the, some of the stuff that we read about the ape realm uh, had phrases like the aesthetics of personal identity and personalized possibilities and integrating part of the nft we're talking about the board ape yacht quote holder nft and into the the ape sneaker embrace fashion and other nft communities a testing ground to become a launch pad mm -hmm. for future partnerships and i know i know you've said a lot about the, the ape realm the third realm being kind of this this, this testing ground where, where we're going to have these future partnerships come in in the fourth realm and beyond um, even partnerships that are coming in to do things in the first and second realm 
um, with some of these big collaborations. My question is, is that when I listen to those words, those all make it sound like there's going to be something unique for the look of the ape sneakers. So I'm wondering if there's any if there's any alpha, if there's any hints you can give us today about about should we expect to be surprised when we see these first shoe boxes open, what these uh, ape sneakers look like because the, the the phrasing with being unique and integrating part of it and embracing fashion certainly seems like it. <laughs> I love it. I love it, love it, love it. How um, speculative we are, how you're trying to squeeze some alpha for the community. Um, love that bit. Uh, yes, the ape look is something that we're all excited about. I, we think very deeply about NFTs, about utility, um, and whether or not it's just ape realm shoes, but overall. Uh, like there is there is one line that I often quote in in my articles, which is if tokenomics is the foundation of Web three NFTs are the walls. That's actually line uh, that Jerry told me, right? So it's his line, which I <laughs> very um, boorishly own. So um, I love it because uh, for now we have only scratched the surface of NFTs. So what what are the key characteristics, for example, that make ripen them for utility it's transparency indivisibility interoperability and royalties and the use cases therefore broadly get split into two dimensions secular which is the limited ecosystem nft projects which is where we are and then broad which is like broader applications for humanity so some of the examples of secular are staking exclusive benefits token gating redeemability breeding memberships which is where we are right now creating these looks mm -hmm. About. But there's there's like a sea of use cases that are beyond them, broader um, for humanity, uh, which is authentication, IP, real estate, ticketing, voting, insurance, music, and at step in we've got ambitions, um, and and we're starting to think about them uh, seriously. So uh, stay tuned. There's lots to come with these sneaker launches and with more uh, general, generally in a broader sense with our NFTs. Cool. Jay, you're up. Yeah, so I, I wanted to touch on what you said uh, previously as far as um, the stories, the transformation stories and stuff like that, that um, that a lot of people have. And, and you know, just, just like I've seen them in the community, I know you've seen them. And um, I even have, uh, when I did the meetup here in Miami, um, you know, on, we did like a small little, like one minute video, you know, kind of, of the whole meetup. And within that video alone, we had, uh, one, one guy that said that he's been walking every day for, I don't know how long he's lost like 45 pounds, um, something like that. And, uh, and that step in made a big impact, you know, in his life. Um, and I even had at the same time, a little kid that was 10 years old right that was also walking uh he was with his dad that day and they were walking together so like it, it's bringing it, it's not only helping people you know create and form these great habits it's uh bringing families together bringing more bonding time between families um and and one thing that i've always said about step in which is one of the reasons that i'm i you know i'm so big on step in is that it's beyond just a crypto project, right? Mm -hmm. The potential that Steppen has is beyond that. Like, um, for example, with Axie Infinity, which was, you know, one of the biggest play to earn games, I couldn't go and tell, you know, my family members to play Axie Infinity if they hadn't 
if they they weren't into one they weren't into crypto and two they weren't into like you know uh playing games right so so i always felt that that had a ceiling on it because that could only go so far and that's as far as crypto would let it go um or gaming um i think that i've always thought that step in just has such huge potential because I can I can literally and I have gone to friends, families, you know, uh, family members, whatever it is, whether they're in crypto or not, whether they're into games or not, because it's about creating this good habit for them. Right. And and step in helps them with that step and in, introduces them to uh, Web3. And before you know it, like they're talking, they're telling me things about crypto and, and, and that I didn't even know of. Right. That And I'm like, where did you even get this information? <laughs> right. Um, so I've always thought that that this potential and, you know, for brand partnerships and everything, everything, everything is just so beyond crypto, which is why I think like Step In is such a successful and will be such a successful project. Um, so so the, I guess what I, the way that I'm turning this, um, the, the new thing that we all heard, and this was something that I hadn't even thought of I don't, until Jan mentioned it uh, in the last AMA. And I think a lot of people were were like were like confused about bottled waters. Can you tell us about these bottled waters and um, you know what that means, how and how it's going to? Uh, what's the idea behind the bottled waters for Stepin? Well, thanks uh, Jay for completely summarizing that whole lead up. That we're not just a Web three company. We're not just a crypto or a gaming company. We're not even just a fitness company. We are secular, like it, people of all ages, gender, fitness levels, crypto knowledge, um, fitness knowledge are welcome. And that is what we see in the events, isn't it? Like um, people, not just 20 to 44 year old males turn up, but there are spouses, their moms, their mom-in-laws, their dads, uh, babies in push prams, uh, everyone turns up. And we want, to, we want to leverage that. We want to, we, we see that people are onboarding at least five or six users um, organically. We, we've done next to nothing in paid marketing. Like we, I still had uh, yesterday or day before an agency pitch me for half a million, million dollars. And we flatly say no, because we've had a lovely organic growth and we want to keep it that way. That's when the community is most passionate about. So we are going to be taking some experiments and strides in adoption. Adoption is a goal. Uh, towards adoption, there will be many experiments that will be done to establish us as a brand. There are, there are four phases, if I may, that I like to think about it. So our mental model is one, establish, B, grow, C, unlock, and D, accrue. And I'll, I can talk about it a bit later in detail. We're, we're in the establishing brand phase right now. And we've done that to an extent in Web3, and we want to do that in Web2 as well. So Solana Spaces partnership is one example. The collaborations that I keep alluding to are another example. And with Bottled Water, with adjacent communities, such as BAYC in Web3, that's just another attempt to get adoption in Web2. Just one of the many experiments that we will run. Very cool. Kevin, you're up. Yeah, um, I was wondering, what are your thoughts on the progress and evolution of like the SMAC uh, anti-cheating system 
And how do you see that system uh, driving collaboration or potential partnerships with um, new projects? Great question. I think SMAC is one of the burning examples of what cutting edge engineering looks like. So guys, I've done uh, AI for posture correction in my own company using computer vision, using cutting edge machine learning models. And I, I can deeply appreciate the learning models that our engineering team has come up with. They're one of its kind, uh, and they are being implemented at scale. Like we have 3 million monthly users. Um, they're being implemented at scale, which is why we also had hiccups uh, when it was implemented. I think all of you are fairly familiar with that. But these, these are some of the bleeding edge technologies that we're experimenting with. Uh, some hiccups are expected, but we are still able to uh, implement them and implement them successfully scale for the benefit at large for step in economy. I mean, come to think of it, all the cheating taken away, the benefits accrue back to the step-in game and to the step-in economy. We're taking this a step further, like we mentioned briefly, with our attempts on federated learning, and that is to secure data and secure privacy. Um, federated learning is like, how do I even put it in words? It's, it's one of the most cutting-edge technologies that we exist right now in machine learning. So to put it very simply, um, all the... All, all of the machine learning is based on the principles that the output is a function of what is taken as input. So if better input goes in, which means better data goes in, in your training, imagine a black box, that's your machine learning algorithm. If the quality of input, quality of data going in is great, the quality of output or uh, what model turns out is also great. Now, where is the best quality of input? best quality of data going in, it's on your phones. But we don't want to store that data because of privacy of data regulations. And that is where the concept of federated learning comes in. We process this data while it resides on your phone to train and make better models for our system. So it's using decentralized data for a centralized model. It's um, it's really great. Uh, there are a handful of engineers in the world who can do that, and we're lucky to be working with some. Katrin, I love how passionate you are about Smack. I, I would be scared <laughs> to be a cheater of Stepin, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and and so should you be. Exactly. <laughs> I was really excited to hear about Door and the Dex. Uh, I'm really into Dexes and just DeFi in general. Uh, when I was in Austin, I, I spoke with the Orca team, and, and they were complimenting Stefan <laughs> on the move. And uh, obviously, you know, they were a little down, but they were like, hey, good on them. I would do it too. Um, and, then, and then I kind of started thinking bigger picture of this. You know, it, it started to be not called a deck so much, but an AMM. And I started to think, how, how big are they really going, you know? And I, I like to look at, you know, the blockchain and kind of find like little hints and stuff. And sometimes on Step and Daily, I'll put out like investigative, you know, chores <laughs> to try to find what's going on. Um, how close are we to seeing um, like an in-app swap, uh, multi-chain um, that, that's kind of easy for the everyday, you know, maybe Web 2 newish Web 3 user? 
you're bang on Kishreen. Like nothing like this exists out there, right? So we're we're definitely actively working on multi-chain. And this is what I mean. Like this is what I referred to earlier. Um, both Yon and Jerry have this like amazing streak of ambition sometimes ideas that people otherwise who are not familiar with our capabilities would think laughable right like if like you said like eight months ago when somebody said like we will go one million daily active users in a year people would be like yeah right okay he's got two drinks down right but we did it we did it in six months right people said oh yeah we would be launching decks and it would become the number one decks in two weeks and we did it right and uh, they will come up with ideas which will inspire us all, which we will execute, which we which will make step in, bear in mind, the best project out there, there or not. And we will keep doing it. We will keep surprising the world and we will keep doing it for our community. Very cool. We saw um, the roadmap on the Stefan.com website get updated. And a, a new thing popped up for the month of August next month. Since we're most of the way through July now, this NFT launchpad. And to me, when I think about the, the smack anti-cheat and the, the decks, the, the marketplace and these cool things that we're building, the thought of having an NFT launchpad on our platform where other projects can come and launch uh, their product here um, is so exciting. And I can see that as being such a massive revenue generator. Um, my question is, with, with Steppen and our ability to have this smack anti-cheat, it seems like we've got an ability to go out and identify millions of real human beings versus bots. And a lot of the things that we see when these projects launched is the bots will come in to, it happened to us at Binance when we launched our, our shoeboxes on Binance, right? The bots gobbled them up in two seconds. Um, I would assume that our ability to go out to these projects, tell them that we can give you millions of real human beings um, without KYC, because we're actually using Smack to identify who's going out and actually walking with GPS satellites and biometrics coming from the device every day is a big part of it. What are the other things? Um, is that big in your mind? And, and what are the other things that you think are big reasons that other projects might want to launch on the Steppen platform with our NFT? It hits the nail on its head, uh, James. Yes, absolutely. It's big. I think it's obvious. So the more we want to, we talk about Smack, the more responses like K-Train said uh, we get that now we would be scared to be cheating on, on Steppen. And that's exactly the kind of response we want. Uh, we want the users to benefit. We want the end users to benefit, which is why there are some calls, some very controversial calls that we've taken in the past and we stick to them uh, with our guns. To your question on what other projects should be looking at when launching on our future NFT launchpad, one is community, second is our product, and third is our engineering capability. So we have this amazing flywheel of growth, isn't it, that we've proven ourselves over and over again. Like we reinvented the business model of big tech completely from ground up. We became the number one like growth uh, playbook in blockchain, in Web3 space. Um, we, we've, we, we've completely overturned business models and uh, engineering capabilities. And that is something that projects should look at. A user base of three monthly, three million monthly users is is not something that people will often come by in this space. Um, th these are admittedly uh, smaller numbers when you look at Web two games, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about Web three and and the projects who are coming to launch on these, uh, and that's a vibrant and engaged community. 
when you look at our Twitter, when you look at our Discord, do you guys feel a difference? Like, I have benchmarked our project against other Twitter communities, other popular thousands of followers. But the kind of engagement and passion our community has and shows in every post is just like mind blowing. Like that is the kind of engagement and community that uh, people in in VC business and 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 others like pay millions of dollars for. So I think we've cracked that secret code. Uh, that holy grail of what a great community engagement looks like. The second thing is our product ability. Uh, I think I mentioned briefly earlier, our product vision, our clarity of executing from small features to big features, from small user feedback to big product offshoots like Door. We've done that over and over again. And that is something to be taken into consideration. So when I talk about product, I talk about UI, UX, launching even things like Stepin.com, Marketplace Browser. And the third is engineering capability. Once again, the engineering talent in blockchain space is very, very limited. Like there was some statistic that um, for all of the revenue and value that we create in blockchain, there are like less than um, some, some number in thousands of engineers. So like per engineer, the value created goes into like an obnoxious figure, which is not true of other industries and categories. But we but we have that kind of talent, like we have the kind of talent that can work on concepts like federated learning, I mentioned before. So these are some of the un some of the uniquely outstanding things that projects can look forward to. Very cool. Kevin? Yeah, um, I was just wondering in a general sense, if you can just share in your vision of where you see Step In a year from now. Sure. Um, I think it merits the question of slightly big picture of where's, what are we setting out to do? What, are, what Step In is about? Is it about fitness? Is it is about saving the planet? Is it about carbon emissions? Is it about blockchain? Is it about getting more users from Web 2 to Web 3? It's a bit of all of this in a phased structural manner that we think about. So let me break it down and into four pillars. The first I call as establishing. We're in that phase where we establish the brand with collaboration collaborations, with IP partnerships, with sponsorship, with our Web2 adoption endeavors, some of which we've discussed. The second pillar is growth, where we intend and envision ourselves to be the super app, the Web3 login, the holy grail that we've been talking about. You know, um, the buzzword here is interoperability, but what is it about really? Like if you've if you've experienced or you've heard your friends say, you know what, I've heard of this great alternative to Facebook. Can you go try that out? And why don't you? Because you think like, oh, now I'll have to get my all my friends over there. I'll have to restart, redo this, and and that's sort of the you know lazy thing, your data capture that sort of web two companies tend to be sharky over. Web3 wants to solve that, that if today you, you've gotten tired of Twitter, tomorrow you can just switch because your tweets are going to be residing elsewhere and there is this whole backend revolution going on and it can be interoperable where you can switch players. So the loyalty is not because your data is held, you are held hostage to your data, but the loyalty is really because you benefit from that platform. 
So when we grow, we want to be able to create the super app with amazing social and, uh, and entertainment features where you use your Web3 login to just navigate around Steppenverse. The third pillar is unlocking, where we unlock new utilities, new gameplays, new social features. And the fourth pillar, which really runs through this building like a beam, is accruing value back to GMT, where GMT is the unifying thread across everything, every endeavor, every product, every feature that we build, and we accrue value back to that. So in nutshell, that is the step in I envision. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, that's... Perfect. I know you got a hard out in uh, about five minutes at the top of the hour. So, uh, so K-Train, you got anything uh, last minute you wanted to ask? Um, yeah, sure. It's not really a question. It's just an observation. Um, when I when I first started looking for a project to really spend my time in, um, I had a checklist. And uh, one of the things on that checklist was uh, that the, the team didn't take weekends off. <laughs> and I was sharing that with a, uh, like a construction worker friend of mine. He's like, you're crazy, man. You can't find somebody like that. Like, you don't want to work the weekends. And, you know, like, leading up to the the app you know like january and february we really started to see how much the team was working it's still like that like i hear you say you know you don't have yeah. free time but you love it like i love that about the team i love to hear the passion and the confidence you know jerry and yon back in november or december were saying we just really want to change the world you know how many people do you hear say that they still are like that so i just want to like uh give a shout out to the team and it's like, it gives me so much confidence and I, I'm, I feel so lucky that I found, you know, the step in team and uh, like, you guys are just like the most genuine, passionate people. I love it. And that's what, that's what gives me confidence and the fundamentals and um, what's going on in the background doesn't seem to be affected by this bear market. And I don't know how you guys do that. Cause I get a little affected, affected by it every once in a while. So, uh, yeah, good job. Thank cool. you. Thanks for your vote of confidence. Yep. Well, we'll give you the, the, the next few minutes. Is there any, any topic that we didn't hit yet that you want to make sure the community hears about today? Is there any, anything big you want the community to look forward to hearing from you, what the next Medium article might be, um, something <laughs> about the ape realm? Is there, is there anything out there that, that uh, you were hoping to tell everybody before you have to leave? I just want to leave with a closing thought that uh, something to build on what K-Train said, that this is one of the most phenomenal teams that I've come across um, in terms of hard work, in terms of smarts, in terms of hustle, in terms of capability, literally everything on my checklist as well, K-Train, everything from honesty, integrity, values to intellect. Yes, these are difficult times. So... I personally feel very upset when I read how bear market has hurt people. It has hurt us. It has hurt individually as like me, um, people on the team as well. It is tough. Beyond a doubt, it is tough. It is also one of the first times that we're residing under a bigger, you know, equity bear market. And that's, that's tough. Of course, we're heading into a recession if we're not in the recession already. I live in Europe where war is taking its toll. But you've got to zoom out. 
a little bit. And again, it's not financial advice. Please do your own research and everything holds true. You know, when you were in, just go back to November of last year, when you were in that bull market and you were, everything was like 100% up from where it is now and you were wondering, oh, I wish I could have, you know, gotten in that project. You know, this is that time. This is that time, right? This is the time that you look for solid projects, solid teams who have proven themselves over and over and over again, who are in it, who are, there, there is no ruffle. Like we've declared everything openly, transparently, right from our profit numbers to what we're going to do with them, to the fact that we're here, we're here for you. Weekends, weekdays, answering your questions, doing our thing, building products, launching them, making door overnight success, and so on and so forth. So I would just ask for your patience, for your belief, for your understanding in the team. And as long as we're doing our best, have full confidence and full faith that we have amazing things lined up mm. once this bear market is over and Stepin is going to be as rocking a project as there ever was. Very cool. Well, on behalf of all of us, I just want to thank you for coming on and being here and, and allowing us to ask you questions and, and, uh, and, and, you know, being open with the community about, about what's going on and sharing your excitement because it's clear to hear you talk, your vision, and, and you just exude, you sweat the, the, this excitement about <laughs> everything that's to come and how big this project can be. So, uh, so thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. You have a nice Saturday, wherever you are. Lovely talking to you. Absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. Very cool. What do you think, guys? That was pretty awesome, right? I'm ready to run through a wall for stepping. <laughs> Seriously, not bad at all. Chat. Let's talk, let's yeah. go talk to the trailblazers before a game. <laughs> no kidding, right? Yeah, that didn't get you hyped up. I don't know what does. Uh, what do you What do you think? Should we open it up to chat for Q and A? Dig in with them. See what they want to talk about with the Aprom and the new mobile marketplace website and the, the UTC plus ten and what that looks like and, and and maybe we can help answer some questions and and engage with everybody. Let's flip yeah, over. Can, I, can I add something to the, yeah, to the UT? Yeah. You know, last, last week it, we all gave our guesses, or maybe two weeks ago, our guesses are when, when yeah. April. And now it's it's kind of looking like Monday, 3 a.m., the 18th, might be right on the nose. And that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Very, very close. Good yeah, call. you should. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We don't yep. know if that's it, but. Yeah, it feels like it, right? As you read that tweet, you know, there was the exact time that the uh, the Board Ape Yacht Club holders start getting it. You know, that seems like that's 48 hours prior to launch. And then that gives the 48 hour notice. And they gave the exact time of the snapshot, which should be 24 hours prior to launch. And so we have that kind of expected time when we think that the actual launch will happen. Um, I can't wait. I'm here for it. I still don't have an ape sneaker coming my way. Uh, I've got enhancements that I've done. So I'm hoping that I win one of those raffled 2000 spots. But Either way, um, I'm excited. I, I can see in chat where people are looking on OpenSea. I think that there are folks out there that are already selling their their ape shoeboxes because clearly you can't get them an app yet and open them up. Um, it sounds like the floor price is about five ETH. It's a big number. Got to be really careful, everybody. Um, you there are official ones out there, right? There is an official OpenSea Steppen uh, marketplace where you can see the Solana sneakers. And um, we believe that the Ape Realm sneakers are being dumped into to a sub-variant of that that was like a V2. But be very careful because there's also dozens of scams out there. So make sure you check very closely um, where they were minted, where the wallet is, 
uh, what the, the other stuff is on there because you do not want to get scammed for five ETH for something that is that is not an ape sneaker. That would be um, crazy. But that's a big number. That's a really, really big number. Does that surprise Look, you guys? That's above what we expected at this point, right? When we talked about it last week. So uh, before before July 1st, I was saying 5,000 floor price. I wouldn't sell mine for less than 10. But then we kind of had the community get a little bit upset, a little bit shook in that there wasn't an official partnership. So I really lowered that number more to like hmm. 1,500. And right now, if this is the real one, I think it is, but uh, I'm not going to go buy one because I'm not 100%. Uh, and I don't think anybody should, but, you know, people are going to do what they want to do. But we're looking at $4,300 right now. And that's the shoebox. Well, shoeboxes sometimes are a little bit more expensive, but that's that's a lot higher than I really thought after the whole July 1st uh, community being upset. So, fantastic. How many you get coming your way? How many April? For me? Yeah. I, I'll have five. Five? And Kevin, you're about the same, right? How many you have coming? Yeah, I think I might have five. Um, I'm surprised the, about at the price. Um, I would imagine as uh, more supply gets put out there, it, uh, you know, it probably, probably will come in a little bit. Uh, so and would caution people to, um, you know, be cautious with what you're doing. Definitely. Absolutely. The, uh, the mobile website has launched the m.steppen.com and in there is the marketplace where you can log in with your same email address and have it send a verification code to your email where you get your code and put in, and then you can enter in your 2FA code and actually go in and see where all three chains are there. And you can flip from the Solana chain to the Binance chain, and you can even see the ERC20 Ethereum chain, although there's nothing in there clearly yet. Um, it'll have to take the ability of the, the next app update that'll allow us to transfer through our MetaMask, I assume, into the, uh, into the app so that we can get the stuff in there. Um, there was a, a blip that came out on announcements about Apple and Apple uh, needing to use this mobile website. We haven't gotten all the details yet, but uh, what do you guys think so so far about the, the marketplace being on the website, the mobile version of it? Have you logged in and tried it? And, and what do you think about what's happened? I think um, it, we'll just kind of have to see how, uh, how it rolls out in the app. Um, I'd imagine with the next update, we'll get a little bit more clarity with all that. And, uh, you know, with, the execution of everything to date, you know, I'm sure that it will get refined into, uh, it'll get refined masterfully. So, yeah, I think I think long term it'll be it'll be cool. I think I think it's a little. I like to do everything on the phone. Uh, well, in step and I don't know. I think I think it'll take a while for for people to really enjoy. And then also, like, it seems like they're still going to add a bunch of stuff. So I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, if you're going to look at it right now, I wouldn't judge it for what it is right now. I think it's going to be way more than what it is. Yep. We're looking for your questions coming in from chat, everybody. Here's one coming in from V Stepanet. Ask, I haven't checked out the mobile website yet, uh, the marketplace. Does it have the extra search categories that people were asking for? Not yet. We, we heard that there's more, more coming. That's what K-Train just said. Um, it's cool though. It, it, the ability to flip the the images look much more high resolution and and cool of right of the sneakers and the and the gems and the um it, it's neat to see. I think that as you kind of forecast forward and you look at the future and you get 
that you know the the door is going to be its own website with its own front end where you can come and um, have trading pairs where I can trade ETH for Bitcoin and I can add my tokens to a liquidity pool. The marketplace is now going to have its own front end uh, on the Steppen.com website where you can you can buy Steppen sneakers and you can buy gems and you can buy minting scrolls and soon you can buy badges. We know in August this NFT marketplace is going to come in a launch pad where other projects can launch. Um, I would assume that, that, that all of these having their own front end we're going to see a big part of the Steppenverse being accessible uh, when you're you're on your laptop, on your PC, not necessarily using the Steppen app to to uh, people that aren't in Steppen. And this all supports GMT, right? This all benefits GMT and burns GMT and increases the price of GMT, which makes me insanely bullish about um, owning a lot more than I own now. It's definitely something no. to, to to keep in mind, right? You kind of tie in with uh, GMT into all that. Something that I, I, I wish I could ask the team, and I don't know if they would be able to tell us this because it is kind of financial advice. But like, if I really believe in the project totally, where do I, how do I invest? You know, how do I, where do I put my money? Is it, are, are they going to tell me GMT? Or are they going to tell me to build a, build a 20 energy uh, sneaker set on every single realm? Or, you know, I, I sometimes wonder like, is it GMT or is it, is it building sneakers? I'm covering all my grounds. I know Kevin is too. <laughs> you know, um, I would all, almost wonder if um, at some point they would uh, implement a um, like an, a private equity offering. Hmm. Interesting. That'd be, cool. That'd be cool. Here's one coming in from uh, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace asks, uh, when do you think is the official launch? Right now, we're still in beta. I think that's a great question. I've seen a lot of projects that kind of stay in beta pretty much for their entire existence. They never really come out of beta. They're always innovating. They're always changing. They're always adding a lot of stuff. I, I would think that um, this launch of the Ape Realm, to get the third realm out there, they had said back early months, I, I was hearing back in February and March that they expected to get on the Ethereum blockchain as the third blockchain, um, getting the, the DEX fully done on all the different blockchains, um, getting the, the door fully set up, getting the smack anti-cheat fully set up, getting all these GMT use cases launched, all the GST use cases launched. They've got so many things that they've announced. Big, big, big part of that is is all the social fi, right? So we know that we've got marathons coming out. We've got this whole achievement system and badges and leaderboards and the ability to, to, to have this PVP between the realms that we've heard them talk about. I, I would expect that, that most of that foundation, that groundwork of getting out all these things that have already been announced, all gets launched and coded and debugged uh, while we're still in beta. Um, and it's not until after all that stuff's launched then we'd come out of beta. And it's at that point where we really start to market, I think, towards these web two users. You heard uh, Shitty talk a little bit about you know having these marketing agencies that are proposing uh, these big, big multi-million dollar you know, advertising deals. And, and we haven't needed to do that. Everything we've done so far is not only with organic growth, but we've also tried to slow the organic growth so that it didn't balloon too quickly with the use of activation codes. Um, I think now you're seeing a lot of more ambassadors come on board. Um, Strava seems to be a big partnership that's growing. I think we're going to have like 50 ambassadors within Strava. Um, there's a, a lot of uh, these sponsorships that are going out. We know about the the one for the, uh, the Lindesey Brothers, um, that K-Train had on Steppen Daily. They're doing the Great Wall of China. 
Uh, we heard Bruno is, is being sponsored, and he's doing this this big, uh, uh, I guess it's the biggest World Iron Man event, right? You know much about this, Kevin, about the Iron Man event that they're doing? Um, I, I've just seen a little bit about it, but uh, definitely uh, that's exciting, yeah. you know, that with sponsorships and everything. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see who else they bring on board. It sounds like they're looking for, for all kinds of opportunities. So in my opinion, I don't think we come out of beta until this foundation is all that stuff's launched. Um, what do you guys think? Would you guys add anything to that? You know, I think since it's Web3, like, and, and things change so much, like, the entire Web3, you know, play-to-earn model is still in uh, beta. So, like, I, I could see us, I could see Stepin just taking that beta name off and then just kind of continuing the way, that, the way that they're going or always leaving it on. I mean, who knows when the end game is of, or the full version is of this app. It, it sounds like this team's never going to give up adding things to it <laughs> so i don't know i mean it could be it could be never really which i'd be okay with i don't i think it's just kind of a name very cool yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see how you know with the continued rollout of new features uh, i'm sure at some point they'll probably make the decision to uh you know say you know this is our product and uh you know they may even still continue to evolve it even from you know, when they do come out of beta, so. I saw this question pop up a couple times asking, is there a way that we can favorite sneakers? Not yet. And, and I know that that's, in, at least in my mind, a two-part thing. Um, when I open up my uh, Steppen app, I go to the Solana chain, um, I've got 30 sneakers that are there, right? And I've got one of my uncommons is like 10 sneakers down. And I've got another uncommon that's like 30 sneakers down. And there's sometimes I'll launch where the main sneaker that I want to walk with that day isn't the one showing. I've got to flip through back and forth. So to me, that, that favoriting sneaker is kind of two-part. Probably in the app, it would be nice to be able to favorite and have which one shows first. I think oftentimes it defaults to your lowest number. So for somebody like K-Train who's got sneaker number 99, that probably works perfect because it shows him his prize Genesis sneaker as the first. But for the rest of us, there's probably a, a benefit there. I, I would expect to see updates that'll do stuff like that. The other side of that's the marketplace, right? I know there's folks that have asked for the ability as they're scrolling through hundreds and thousands of sneakers, maybe favorite a couple sneakers and then be able to bring it up on a screen and compare, you know, this one that has this base attribute and this one that has just this gym slot and this one and here's the prices and now I can pick which one I want to I want to purchase. Um, I think you're going to see some advanced filtering and an ability to do stuff like that on the marketplace as well. Um, the devs have talked about a lot of stuff that they were working on and that was coming. Um, I just don't know when. I just don't know when that stuff gets launched. Um, I would think that with the uh, marketplace being available now on the website and on mobile and, and uh, other launchpad uh, NFT projects potentially launching within the marketplace, uh, a lot of that stuff could be coming sooner than later to prepare for that stuff. What do you guys think? That's your dad? A lot of great ideas in there. Uh, and I'm sure that they, they've come up with a bunch too. So I'm sure over time that they'll continue to roll those out. And I think maybe, um, you know, she, she mentioned like the simplicity of the app, you know, and people really, really like that. Right. I mean, it, there's no notifications. It's just, it's really easy. You know, maybe they don't, um, add a bunch of stuff to the mobile marketplace. And then maybe like, if you really want to dig deep into some sneakers, you go on to the, uh, the browser version. Maybe, maybe we see something like that. 
Very cool. Here's one asking about live events. This one is a uh, Twitch Watto. Are you guys going to the Bristol event? It's the one coming up in the UK. We had Gert Big Bob that came on uh, recently and uh, was telling us all about that. I, I don't think any of the three of us are going to have the opportunity to go to that, but we do have uh, K Train is the the one doing the Portland event. So K Train, I'd love to learn more about um, the Portland event uh, when it is because it's right around the corner. Um, what you've got planned and, and what we can expect. And for those that, that maybe are just hearing about it for the first time, um, where they need to go in order to get involved and, and attend and be a part of it. Yeah, so first of all, it's next Saturday, so it's a week from today. Um, it is in Portland, Oregon. You can find the Eventbrite link um, on my Twitter, and I'll, I've been kind of tweeting it every day. Um, so if you follow me on Twitter, and it's just at KTRANUSA underscore Stefan. Um, I'm going to – so – the little, the little kind of difference, I guess, of, of the other two meetups that I've been to is I'm going to try to make it more of like just not, not just a couple hours of running and talking. I'm going to try to make it a nice hangout. I mean, I'm going to be available the entire weekend. Like I have opened my whole schedule because um, like every time that I went to these, there was always people that just kind of wanted to chat. We had nowhere to kind of, you know, sit down and hang out. So like the event is right by my house. So there's there's a, a really nice grassy hill to sit on and talk. I've got this barbecue area that we're going to use. Um, I, I'm probably not going to be barbecuing meat because I heard, you know, you don't want to have, you know, raw undercooked meat or something, somebody getting sick. So we'll probably just have snacks and drinks. But we're really going to make it um, a hangout, I guess, because that's what I've noticed about these is, is you just get a bunch of people together and they love talking about stepping. So I'm really going to emphasize that. We've got the T-shirts. We've got the NFT badges that I'm going to hand out. I'm also going to have some stickers. And uh, uh, there might be some, some special water there. It's not, it's not, it's not the Stefan water. <laughs> I don't want to tease that hard. <laughs> when, I hear, a, when I hear special a, water in Portland, Oregon, I think about water that's got stuff in it that would maybe alter a mental state. I hope that's not the kind of special water you're talking about. <laughs> um, I'm going to put a Stephen Daly sticker on the water. So. Nice. Nice. That's better. <laughs> Love it. Kevin? I will, not, yeah. I will not be providing any alcohol or, or anything like that. You're on your own for that. I tell you, at the Miami event, we did have alcohol there. We had we had uh, the, the seltzers and we had beer. And uh, um, that was a cool part, you know, even even to go to the, the bar afterwards. I know we were all three at the Miami event um, to be able to hang mm -hmm. out. It was really, really loud inside the bar. But to be able to kind of go outside and sit on the porch where you could have conversations and everybody kind of broke up in little groups, that to me was some of the most valuable time that I got out of that Miami event. So cool to be together exactly. and see over 200 people take a picture and to see us all go across the bridge at sunset and the drone flying around and the, the truck going by and videotaping us and seeing the highlights. I think really just hanging out as we build this community with folks and, and, and talk about what we really feel and that that's so even even for us the ambassadors to get a chance to hang out. i think that's some of the most valuable time that we can get no matter where we go which is cool so i'm glad i'm glad you're you're really thinking about that hard in portland about how to give a spot where everybody can hang and talk um because a bar or a restaurant's not necessarily the best spot when you've got 50 100 plus people all trying to hit the same bar at the same time and you can't really have conversations that so we'll we'll get better at that definitely can you tell us a little bit about the badges that you're making um, so I think you guys have seen them. I'm not, I'm not too sure of like, I'm still trying to decide how I want to do the, the blockchain aspect of it. Um, I need to talk to fire launcher about that. I'm gonna talk to Andrew, you know, a couple of the other ambassadors that have done similar things. 
Um, I'm not going to make it. It's a collectible. You know, I, I really don't want people to think that this is uh, has value. You know, somebody kind of pointed that out that people are going to think that. And I have had people try to buy one from me and they're like, yeah, but the coin market cap one was selling for 500. And I'm like, yeah, but that's that's something different. Uh, so uh, I think I might like make it non-transferable, um, not so people can't sell it. Uh, I, I would hate to see like, you know, something like that happen. Yeah, I could see like, I, I guess there's the PO app versus OpenSea. And there's a exactly. choice of like putting it on different chains. You can put it on Solana, you can put it on Binance. Now you can put it on ETH. You lean in towards the Solana blockchain to make it. I love Solana, dude. I love it. So probably. <laughs> Perfect. That makes sense. Kevin, this is our, our first opportunity to have you on the podcast as a co-host to fill in for Beth. Um, because this is your first time here, can you just give us a couple minutes of uh, of, of kind of who you are and, and what it is you like to do? And I know I've been able to, to hear yeah. you on the Jogging with Barn Dogs and talking about physical therapy and, and, and really hitting on the health and fitness part. So if you could give somebody, everybody just yeah. kind of a background, and I'm sure at some point we're going to have you on as a, as a co-host again, whenever we have somebody that's not able to be here. And then, and then maybe even as a featured guest at one point, we can really dig in, but, but it'd be cool to yeah. just hear, hear a yes. little bit. Sounds good. Um, so uh, my name's Kevin. I've, I'm a physical therapist by, um, by profession, and I've been in, invested in crypto for a while now. Um, eventually I kind of, uh, found Solana a while back and got into step in, uh, pretty much at the beginning with, uh, with K train. Um, so I've been playing the app and using the app for a while now. And, um, I provided a, a really good rundown on a, uh, jogging with barn dog from the, I think it was the July 11th, uh, jogging with barn dog. So that'll provide a little bit more. Uh, details, but uh, yeah, that's kind of you know in a general sense um, where I, where I've come from and kind of how I got involved in the project and um, applied for the ambassadorhood um, early on and kind of got involved there and yeah, it's just been an amazing process and looking forward to uh, continuing to grow with the project and uh, provide. Uh, you know, content and, and things and, and engagement with uh, the community. Very cool. Very, very cool. Any hot topics for the week we didn't hit that you guys want to make sure we dig into? Um, I think the, the biggest thing will be, you know, kind of all eyes on seeing how things roll out with the, uh, the ape realm and, um, you know, just kind of everyone's chomping at the bit to see, you know, the process of all that. I know that's really the, the biggest thing that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, without a doubt. I know, um, you know, update weekends can be rough. You know, yesterday we kind of saw a little bit of issues in the app. So I would just like advise everybody to, you know, give us some time because once the realm comes out, there's going to be so much traffic in there. there. There's bound to be one little issue, you know, like you just kind of got to, I always say give it 24 hours after after the the new realm or the new update or whatever with both of you having five sneakers on the apron uh what's your plan both plan to keep all five sneakers uh i guess after 48 hours we can do our first mints the mints are 90 gst and 10 gmt you, you pick two pairs um and and mint them as, as soon as possible do you you pick whichever one's the favorite one and level it up do you try to you try to sell them? Do you not know? And you just kind of wait and see? I mean, kind of, kind of what's your plan 
when it goes live and you guys have these these shoe boxes do you not even open up all five shoe boxes maybe you only open up three of the five and you leave the other two as just shoe boxes what do you guys what are you guys thinking um for for me i'll i'll open them all <laughs> and um just kind of see what i've got and kind of go from there and um hard to really know until you know kind of what you've got and um, but I, I'm always excited to um, kind of have like a fresh reset, really, on uh, a new realm. And um, it kind of brings you back to starting to to play from the beginning. And, uh, you know, just kind of taking it from there, uh, especially with all the new information that's out there. Uh, there's really just so much more that we can use that we did not have in the very early days. So that just makes the the process go a lot uh, more efficiently, but really it's just kind of seeing what you got and going from there for me. Um, so I was lucky enough to get an uncommon shoe box on Binance. I was looking at the prices uh, when I woke up that morning and I could have sold it for about $17,000. I opened it and it was a common and it really, really hurt to do that. Um, obviously, you know, I was still thankful that I got it because it was, you know, a, a Genesis drop, but like, I, I'm almost thinking that I'm going to sell an uncommon shoe box over there because I want, okay. So here's kind of my overall, my big picture plan. I have a sneaker on the Solana realm that I, I'm confident with for GMT earning. There was about a month ago where I was like, there's no reason to earn GMT on Binance because the GST is so high. Building over there is not going to be worth it. You know, it's double, triple the Solana. Why build over there? So I haven't built a GMT earner on Binance. So my plan is to um, at least sell something. One of those, I don't know if it's going to be a shoebox or a sneaker. And then, uh, send it back to, you know, some funds back to the realm two, the Binance realm and start building my GMT sneaker. Um, you know, I've been wrong so many times when it comes to my plan of, uh, you know, making the most that I can in stepping. Um, I feel like I'm good at, at guessing some things, but it seems like I always make the wrong move financially inside of my gameplay. Um, so I don't, I don't know, but I just feel like I need a GMT earner over there. And um, I know some people are hoping for a, you know, like serious, serious talk. Some people are hoping for a 15 to $30 GST on Realm 3. And I do not see that. I don't even see close to that. I hope that some people aren't like, you know, aping in to, to get that. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to sell one or two, but I will start, I'm going to start playing over there right away. I'm going to start minting. I'm going to do everything I can to, to, you know, to get ahead of, um, the pack and anything that I, you know, I, I've got a, you know, I put about a half, half of an ETH over there for gameplay. Um, so yeah, I'm going to play it, but I'm going to get, I'm going to get rid of one and put it back into the Binance realm for sure. Very cool. I, I, I definitely feel like if the floor is what I'm seeing right now, that there will be enormous pressure to mint these sneakers, sell the mints. And even so, with the reduced cost of GST to mint and the reduced cost of GMT, there's still going to be enormous pressure to buy 
more GST to level up your sneaker, to, to boost it and power level your sneaker, to unlock the gem slots, um, to, to have more energy, to buy more sneakers, um, to mint the sneakers. And if we're all spending more GST on the ape realm than what we're earning every day, which is, which is probably likely initially, right? You spend a lot more when you're leveling up initially, spend a lot more when you're minting as often as possible. Um, that will drive up the price of GST and there won't be a lot of it available out there, right? So uh, I don't know what that number will look like. I'm, I'm with you. I kind of hope it doesn't hit the ridiculous numbers because that's just not sustainable. And that's when people can get burned and hurt. But at the same time, I don't expect it to be a dollar. I know it's going to be a lot more than that. I just don't know where. Just everybody be cautious, right? Uh, talking about big dollars here and, and potentially uh, a lot of volatility. Hopefully the, the stuff that they built with minting scrolls and some of the other stuff reduces some of that volatility, but it's still, I mean, it's a lot of hype. There's a lot of price action going to happen. Um, them being out there in open sea now and then being in the marketplace. And, uh, and I think there's going to be a, a ginormous boost in awareness once people see what the first ones can actually earn every day. Once they see what the, the babies that we meant are worth, right? And, uh, and I think it's going to be a wild, volatile ride, no doubt. So what are you going to do, James? I mean, you, you got to get one, right? You're going to kind of wait for that floor price to go down a little bit. You're going to keep doing um, uh, kind of the, the, the raffle. What, what's your plan? I definitely have enhancements that I've done. Um, they did not get me a double, so I've got no guaranteed Abram sneaker. Uh, I'm hoping I get one of those 2,000 raffle spots, but I assume that there's hundreds of thousands, um, right? So my, my odds are really low. So I'll, I'll be watching the floor price. If it balloons from 5 ETH up to 25 ETH, I'm not spending that kind of money for my first Ape Realm sneaker. I don't think that makes sense. I mean, if one of you guys want to give me one of your extras, I'd gladly take it. Um, but yeah, I, I would probably look for somewhere to Binance for the, the floor price and that kind of arbitrage opportunity between OpenSea and when it, they move them to the marketplace. And maybe there'll be a race race to the bottom where everybody's trying to undersell theirs and get the most they can, thinking, oh, this is higher than it'll ever be. And there'll probably be a point at which we, we, we hit a floor price for the Ape Realm sneakers that's probably the smart place if you want to try to get in early, but still could be a risky number based on the numbers we're seeing right now. And then I think we move up from there as people realize how much they can make every day and how much they, the mints can, can go for. Um, so that would be my goal. If I don't get in at that place, then I'd probably hold off, wait and see. But, um, but like you guys, there's so many unknowns. It, it's hard to predict. And, you know, I, I think that the smart player is the one that pivots instantly and isn't isn't trying to hold something too long because they're emotionally connected to it isn't trying to ape in and fomo into something when it's not wise like take the emotion out of it play smart yeah this is a game and we want to have fun with it but um we're talking about real dollars here too you don't you don't want to throw away tens of thousands of dollars for for, for nothing necessarily just because you're you're afraid you're going to miss out on something without a doubt okay. we're still early there's a there's a lot going to be a lot of opportunities i'm excited to see if any of the board apes uh you know twitter people tweet about you know their shoe box or you know when they open it or i'm excited to see what how that community handles it yeah what you think about what what shitty told us about yes they will have a unique look we'd speculated about that and i can't wait to see if, if they if they have a kind of unique look that they could have right that matches some of the characteristics of the specific board ape sneaker just imagine if you've got a board ape with a certain teeth and a certain hat a certain whatever and those match the characteristics on a sneaker where maybe the color of the fur matches colors of the stripes or, or whatever so you've got a sneaker a ape sneaker that that is complements your board ape i could see apes wanting to make sure that their 
They've got they own that sneaker that matches their ape. That could balloon it even bigger too. Did, uh, if that, yeah. If that's the truth, yeah, people. That price of two point eight ETH, I think, is a little low. If that's if they're gonna match like that, whoo. And I don't know. She did kind of hint like that that might be something. Um, she said there's something she, special, and they're excited for us to see it. And they do not look like the sneakers from the first two rounds. At least yeah, that's what I saw. I want to go back and listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, I think I stand by uh, my original prediction of that the these ones will look like apes, um, and then uh, but they won't be personalized. I hope so, really do. But I think that these ones will just look like apes. Actually, I think the first ten thousand will, and then the other ones will look like sneakers. That's how I feel. But I hope that I really, really hope that these are personalized. Yeah. But then I'm gonna be mad that I didn't buy one right now. <laughs> Be mad you didn't have 25 of them instead of five. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, no doubt. Very cool. Let's close it out, gentlemen. What an awesome episode! So very cool. We'll uh, we'll start with Kevin. Uh, Anything that you want to shout out? Anything you're looking forward to? Uh, I I know I know you've been helping out jargon with Barn Dog. Um, Where where can we find your stuff and, uh, and and what you got coming up? Uh, yeah, you can find uh, me on Jogging with Barn Dog Mondays and Tuesdays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Kevin underscore Steppen underscore USA. And, uh, yeah, find more information about me there. But okay. thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. K-Train, we got Steppen Daily five days a week. We're going to have we start seeing the knowledge tournaments come back this Friday. What you got in the works for us? I know we got the big Portland event next Saturday. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I missed uh, like a couple episodes this week, and someone said, you should call it Stepping Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel good, though. It made me feel that, you know, people want to hear Stepping Daily. Uh, daily. So, um, yep, that'll be uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, and then 8 a.m. Tuesday, Thursday. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what time works best for me, so they might change. And then uh, Friday, yeah, I'm going to bring the knowledge tournament back. we got Fanboy. He's def- he's defending his title. We'll see if he can uh, win. And uh, Portland is on – man, this is a big week, dude. And then Portland is is Saturday. Um, so I'm kind of prepping for that. I'm going to spend uh, about 38 energy picking up trash on our, run- on our little path, even though, like, I've been doing the path for a while now. And it's like – it's just – they – the city of Portland does such a good job of keeping it clean. Like in, in the area that I am, uh, there are some areas that aren't as clean, <laughs> but we're going to stay out of those ones. So, um, yeah, I'm excited, man. This is a huge week. Uh, I don't know for myself and for, for stepping, like we're going to be busy guys, like us ambassadors, we're going to have our hands full. So let's get out there and yeah. Help the people out. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, thanks for having me on James. This was really great. Good, uh, good, Good setup as usual. Uh, Shitty seemed to see to seem to have a great time. So yeah, good job and thanks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for myself, I'm James Work. You guys can find me on Twitch at uh, uh, James Work on Twitter. Um, of course, the Stepping Community Podcast will be uploaded. It's on video on demand on Twitch. It's uploaded to YouTube. Now we have it on video and audio on Spotify, and it goes out to all your favorite podcast platforms. So Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Amazon and Audible and Stitcher and um, pretty much every every platform that you can think of. We do have something special this week where we have 200 GMT to give away. So once I get it uploaded to all the platforms, we'll have something on Twitter to look for 
where uh, if you go onto Twitter and find the tweet where we're offering the 200 GMT giveaway, you show a video of you following or subscribing to the podcast on your favorite platform, turning on the notifications, and showing us that you did that, then you could win some of the GMT. We'll probably do, uh, do 10 winners of 20 GMT for the 200 GMT Step in Community podcast. If you do find a platform that we're not on, uh, you can also do a video showing us what your favorite platform is and, and, and that we're not on there. And that'll give us an, an idea of some other ones we can add ourselves to. There are some. We hit all the big. That's it for me. I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you, chat, for the for the good questions and watching. Um, uh, if you guys have future guests in mind that you'd like to see in future episodes, please let us know. I think we have Gilgamesh lined up for next week, which should be another awesome, awesome special guest to 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 learn her background and more about her and who she is, and to hear about her step and journey and everything else. Every time I've I've had an opportunity to tune in and hear her talk on Discord or anywhere else. It's always been awesome. That should be very cool. Appreciate you guys. Thank you guys again. Uh, we'll see you guys all soon. And for everybody wondering, yes, I have basketball shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>